Yo, 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 what is the deal? Welcome to Pick 6. It's the one and only, you already know what's be here with the boy, Romy Rome. What's up, bro? Hey, what's going on, man? Ready to get this uh, underway. Same old, same old. We got a great show for y'all today. Another eventful week in FML. You already know we got to touch on some topics, man. It's a good one, though. We got a couple good ones. <laughs> Always yeah, a, couple uh, a, couple, a couple of right predictions as well, but we're gonna get into that. Right predictions from your boy, right? <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> this dude, hey, you ain't humble at all. I, I will say that though. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he get one or two victories, man. He on cloud nine, and he be losing, he be changing the changing the subject, and you know what I'm saying? Hey, but we here, man. We got it couple show we got a couple uh good topics uh number one we gonna touch on uh the, the gdp mac versus uh iota browns versus ravens highly anticipated afc north rivalry you know should have been close uh, whatever you know mm-hmm. uh we got who got the better shot going to the afc championship game this year hmm. buffalo bills or them young guns up in Jacksonville. The Teen Titans. Yeah, and then, and then you know, of course, we're gonna do it around the horn, around the league, some some topics around the league, and then we got uh, who, who we think dropping the ball in the first half of the season, and we ain't gonna tell you right now who that is. We we gonna let you. We gonna make y'all wait for that. So, you got anything else to say before we go into this break, man? No, man, I'm just. Uh, hmm? uh, we let's let's get into it. Come on, I just, I'm ready. No to break, no break. This. You know, right, you you heard you heard Romy Rome. No <laughs> break. Week six GDP Cleveland Browns versus Baltimore Ravens rivalry. Hmm. What's your take on the game, man? I know my take. What was my your take? My take is. I said it before, and I say it again. That window is closing. It's closing, and I told you Mac was going to come back with a vengeance from what had happened in the playoffs. Did I not? Did I not? And this is exactly what he did this week. For y'all that, that didn't tune in, right, it was a 49-14 a to 14 slaughter on GDP, probably one of the worst blowouts <laughs> I've ever seen on GDP, right? Baker Mayfield had a day. Lamar Jackson threw four picks. And this Ravens team just looked like they didn't even want to play the game. But we're going to get into it, right? So, hey, man. I'm just saying, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it is what it uh, is. But Look, man. <sighs> I was sitting on the couch. I had my Merlot 1984. Drinking, you know, enjoying the game. First, first drive that Baltimore Ravens had, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a game. It's gonna be a game. You know what I mean? Then Matt gets the ball. I'm like, okay, he scores. Okay, let's get it. You know what I mean? Ravens gonna come back. You know, keep popping. Then the inevitable turn after turnover after turnover after turnover. You just can't do that. <laughs> Not with Lamar. You just you can't do that when you're facing a six-time champ. You cannot do that. And my heart was in this game. My heart was in this game. Amen. My heart was in this game. I was all for Baltimore. I just knew it. I was like, look, Super Bowl window. We just had a discussion. Super Bowl window is not closed. But in order for it to stay open, he has to beat who? He's going to have to beat Cleveland Browns. And he can't get – he cannot get thrashed like that. It it cannot happen. (laughs) I tell you what. Just like you, man, I'm 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 standing in front of my TV for this one, just watching the game patiently. I couldn't wait in, in front of that 75 wait. inch, listening to the soothing voices of Malibu and Jerome on GDP, right? <laughs> Talking about you know that double header and everything great about those two matchups, right? And just like you said, it, it's you know Saquon started to do his thing early, but what happened? The champ, the champ showed up. Return of the Mac, just like I said before. Just came. He got the song today. He, you know, I couldn't cue it up in time, but we, well, I'm sure we'll play it again at some point during this, uh, this, this season. But in my opinion, it all came down to vengeance, vengeance from Mac, because when you beat him 
the way that you beat him in the playoffs last season to knock him out and he doesn't reach the Super Bowl, that's especially as a division rival, you gotta face that man twice a season. You know he's gonna come back hungry. I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna really disagree with you. I think it came down to not that. I think it came down to just coaching. If you notice on the first drive, what did Iota do to Run get into ball. position to score? To exactly. He ran the ball. Saquon was touching the rock. Lamar is he he's a good player. You know what I'm saying? He he's one of the best players on the team. But to me, he's not the best player for the Ravens on that team. The best player on the Ra- on the Ravens on offense is Saquon Barkley. It's none other. If you look at his success last year, he was he was he was in a slump because what? He wasn't Saquon wasn't ball. touching the yeah. he wasn't touching the ball. I mean, I he, take running, catching, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Saquon needs to touch the ball. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. As soon this. as he started touching the ball, it, it's magic. I say you this. Obviously, Nick Chubb had a much better day than Saquon Barkley, right? Nick Baker, Chubb will be Baker, Chubb. Baker Mayfield had a much better day than Lamar Jackson, right? But we saw some young, talented defensive players coming up with a huge game, man. Like it, it was insane. He, and, and it wasn't that he was always throwing right to him because there was a couple of nice lurks out but, there but, that we saw. But this. It, it was incredible. Owosu Koromo, however the hell you say that, he ah. did a phenomenal job just being in the right area at the right time, picking the ball off. At one point, he jumped like 20 feet in the air to get the I damn ball, that. bro. I saw that. And I was like, check that man for steroids. <laughs> it, it just it all comes down to that window is closing, right? The Avengers are disbanding. There's, there's, there's players being lost from this team. You could see that Marlon Humphrey was clearly missing on that defense with how Baker Mayfield was dotting him up. Right? He's definitely missing. He's missing him for sure. Um, but like you said, he didn't run the ball with Saquon, right? So, yes, that does come down to coaching. But at the same time, execution also plays a part. He execution, yes. He definitely execution, absolutely. He definitely could have executed on some of those passing plays that he was throwing. But when you're passing right to the middle linebacker who's using over the middle, you're going to have a bad day, right? But when you're playing, but let, let me let, let me let me tell you again why I say it's coaching. All right, when you're playing elite users, okay, they see not just first round the greatest of all time. The when you're playing. <laughs> Elite users. See the first drive where he had Saquon. He, he was touching the ball on the ground. He was throwing the ball. He was mixing it up. When you play elite users, once they see that, okay, it's the second quarter, and he's only got five carries. Man, it's carries. not even. It's it's not even now, just the offense. Now, now, as that user on defense, I'm selecting. I'm playing a pass. I don't care what formation you come in. I'm playing a pass. Which you threw the ball 36, 36, 38 times with Lamar Jackson. You can't do that. Absolutely not. That is absolutely not going to be the recipe for success against a Mac or basically anybody. I mean, I, I, not with Lamar Jackson, not 38 times. You, you're not going to win any ball game when you got a QB rating of 49.4, right? But, but Baker Mayfield, man, he went 15 for, for 18 with five touchdowns. He did throw a pick. We saw that happen. He didn't have to be on the but field. Does, but does that really matter when you got five touchdowns? No. Baker Mayfield was probably on the field 15 minutes. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me you gotta be kidding me Baltimore you got to be kidding me that window's closed man and it it, it it hurts to see because obviously I said this AFC North is, is the is the best division in FMO right and I'm sticking Are to they? it but but right now I think this this rivalry may be coming to a close and more so out of a uh, one-sided so what, beat down in your mind in, in your mind what is in your mind what is a rivalry a rivalry like is what, a team that what, I feel like at any point could get. What gave these two teams like? What? Why do we say this was a rivalry? Because well, he beat them once. I'm trying to beat tell, them twice. I'm trying to tell you right now. You ain't letting me talk. I'm trying to tell I'm you. Cutting you off. A rivalry, a rivalry, in my opinion, is a team that at any point can beat you, no matter how bad they are. They just every time you face them, you got to be locked in, right? There's always an issue with them. Look, look at the in real life, the New England Patriots versus. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins for yeah. years, right? You got <laughs> yeah. the Pittsburgh Steelers, no matter how good they were, versus the okay. Cleveland Ravens. Browns, right? Or the Ravens, right? Even the Bengals would show up sometimes. You got them knocking fucking AB's head clear off in the middle of a game. So basically, that's a rivalry. Every time you play them, they bring their best, and you got to bring your best, right? And so obviously, every time Iota until now has played Mac, he's brought his best, and they've split it in the season. They've had uh, back and forth games. 
Every I mean, game that they played up until the uh, divisional round last season was close. Every game. Let me ask last you this. season was the first time. Before you, uh, before a, you finish, before you finish, let me ask you this. Now that you finish, hmm. is there? Do you think that previously, you know, before their matchups last year, that Mac really wasn't take? I want. I'm not going to say taking him serious because that that's disrespectful. But do you think he wasn't? He wasn't really getting up per se. For the games. Uh, no, you know I what I'm saying? Because that 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 is a thing. That is definitely a thing. To he me, can get up for a team, and he might have been up for this game because he got you know killed last year in the playoffs. But no, maybe he wasn't no, up for the other look, games. Because because you could obviously season one is season one, right? Anything can happen in season one. People can be really good and they be really bad following season one, or they can be really bad season one and pick it up, right? Or guys just randomly have really good games out of nowhere. Happens, yeah. He he split the season with Iota in season one, right? And so after that, you got to think like, okay, I got to lock in when I play Iota because obviously he he probably expected to sweep him, right? You're Mac. You've never really been in a in a division where anybody's really challenging you, and right up until this point. So when you split season one, you obviously got to respect the fact that Iota's going to give you a tough game next season. Iota the next season played phenomenal, had that stack team, the Avengers, right. And, and just gave Mac a hard time winning games versus him. So to me, that makes Mac lock in even more like, okay. And he probably respects Iota for it. I got right. a competitive rival inside my division, but then the Who's playoffs that? happen, but then the playoffs happen and you're expecting to, okay, we split or I got swept. Let me one up him beat him in the playoffs and move on and do my playoff Mac things. That didn't happen. Right. He, he clearly was shocked from that loss. Um, and we saw that, that Iota lost to him the playoffs the season before that by an extra point, an extra that point, was which, that was, which tough. Yeah, that was tough. Right. So Iota clearly wanted that playoff game more than Mac. And to me, I just felt like because of the way that Mac lost that game, because it really wasn't close in, in that playoff matchup. I don't remember the exact score, but it was at least by, by two scores. Right. So that leaves a bad taste in your mouth. No matter how many championships you 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 win on, on his side, you know, obviously for him, it's not going to feel very good when you lose by two scores in the playoffs by a team that usually either beats you just barely or you beat them type of thing. So I, I just felt like this game, he came in hungry. He he had something to prove, right? He had a slow start to the, to the beginning of this season, and he knew that Iota was going to bring his game. I yeah. think Iota, Mac just outmatched him. This was a case of somebody, you know, not sticking to the not sticking to the game plan that works. I, that's what I think. I'm not sticking to the game plan that works and getting out of it and getting flustered too early, and starting to and starting to you know under the big lights and uh you know hey GDP can bring that out sometimes. Mm. With that being said, we're gonna take a quick commercial break and get back with y'all with the next topic on pick six. Who got the better chance to make an AFC Championship game this year? Buffalo Bills, the Jacksonville Jaguars. What's going on? It's the one and only you already know SB, and I'm here to spread the word, which is make sure you tune in every week to the FML Network, Monday and Friday, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern to catch Game Day Prime. That's right. Handpicked games are the best matchups broadcasted live by the award-winning FML crew. That's every week. Monday and Friday, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern. You do not want to miss this. You did. What's going on? Welcome back to Pick 6. It's your boy, Romy Rome. And obviously, the already know SB. Back from our break. So, we started to talk about it a little bit, right, before we went into the break. But now we're going to get into this next little topic here that I think a lot of people might be uh, interested in. So, we had a recent uh, GDP, obviously, between the Buffalo Bills, who made the Super Bowl last season. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, who uh, had a return from a start of one and six to make the playoffs last season, right? So, but let's get into it, man. After the result of this game, in your opinion, for this season, who's got a better shot at making the AFC Championship? Boogie and the Buffalo Bills or Malibu and the Jacksonville Jaguars? B-T-B. You know what that stands for? Back-to-back. Big time bugs. Oh my god! Big time bugs. <laughs> and here's why. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's had a relatively easy schedule until that game. Okay. And every now and then, a team needs a wake up call. 
Okay, hold on. Before they be before they before they hit the gas. And I think this game right here is going to be their wake up call to get to the finish line. Their schedule isn't that tough after this game. They have the Dolphins, they have the Pats, they have the Chiefs who are on the down on the downside right now. They have the Pats again. Then they have then they have Mac, which you know, which that's gonna be tough. They have football team so, Panthers, uh, Jets and Giants. They can get, but they they're going they're, they're going to the playoffs. They're winning the division. That's not even a question. There was times where we didn't even know. There are times that we didn't even know. Let me the, finish. It's the, my turn. The argument. It's is my not, turn. The argument is not who's going back to the playoffs. The argument is who's got a better shot at making the AFC championship. I'm done. Can I have my minutes? Can I have my minutes back? Uh, answer the I'm question. Done. Can I have my minutes back? Answer the question. You have your turn. You have your turn. Can I have my minute? I need. Can I have a minute? You know what? You go. You good. No, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Answer the question. I'll wait. I want to hear it. I want to hear I'll it. Wait. Because you're talking about an easy schedule for this man, right? Hey, Obviously, my answer is Malibu, and we're going to get to that in a minute. But you're talking about easy schedule for this man. Nobody understands that last season was probably the only time Boogie really had um, some, some pretty good competition throughout the regular season, right? And he excelled phenomenally in the playoffs. And this is nothing to take away from his season because that Super Bowl run was phenomenal for him. Uh, obviously, a very close Super Bowl. He came very, very close to winning that game. But you can't say that just because he had a easier start to the season, which he played the Chargers within the first few weeks, which in my opinion is not an easy uh, matchup. Uh, that's a team that's, that's top 10 who's finally finding their way with that organization now that they have the right personnel like we talked that's about one before. team. That's one team out of like five games. But okay, so you're supposed to be Cowboys two and seven. You're supposed to one and six. Raiders three and six. You're supposed to be. Are you serious? The defending AFC champ, right? So you shouldn't. So so beating these easy guys should be easy for you, right? But when you we hit on this earlier, you you don't get up. up, You don't get up for every game. If you're going against a bum, some people play to their competition. It's just the human nature. Okay, so he plays to his competition, right? Did he play to the competition in Malibu? I don't think so. Let's go over. This is why I said they needed the wake. This is why I said they needed the wake up call. For for, for those of you who didn't tune in, this is the wake up call. This was a thirty-five to seventeen route. Bills did not score a touchdown in the second half whatsoever. Had fourteen points at the end of the first half. Excuse me, and ended with a field goal. You did not just say excuse me. No, I'm literally belching over here. However, however, right. This was this was a rivalry. This is a rivalry. These two were going at it in chat, button head to head. We love it. There's there's we things love being it. thrown around about Madden. Oh, you've been here this long and you haven't made it back to the bowl. Oh, you've been here this long and you ain't won a Super Bowl. Oh, you've never had an above five hundred season. This is the first time you've ever been successful, right? We've seen all the jabs go back and forth between these I, two teams. I hear all Granted, that. I hear all that. I hear all that. But what I will not tolerate. Hold on, hold on. What I will not tolerate. I haven't got to my point. Did I get to my it, point? Can I get to my point? We can, you, you you're gonna get there. I just want to get to my point. So Boogie. I'm looking and at my the clock. You're at five minutes right now. Can you speed it up a little bit? Boogie and the Bills have a two and zero start in this in this rivalry, right? So you really think that if you're matching competition and you're playing a team that you beat two and zero, who's obviously another playoff contending, maybe possible Super Bowl contender with Malibu and Jacksonville Jaguars, you're gonna play to that competition under the biggest moment national television, live on Twitch, FML Network. You got commentary from Jerome and Estrada. You're in the moment, right? You're in the moment. You want to get rid of that boogie cycle tag. You want to be in the big moments. You want to win big games. You want to prove to everybody that you can do it. So let you me ask you this. You know what I saw what? from that game? What, what, did you, boogie, what did you see? The old boogie is still around. It's lingering in the back of his mind. It's still there. All it took, all it took was for Malibu to rattle his cage a little bit in this game defensively, and the old boogie came up. because It's one game. The old boogie came out. The old one. The original. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Okay, I'm two and no versus you, okay? So who gets up more? The person that's up two games or the person that's down two games? 
I think it's the person down two games that's like, well, damn, we just lost two straight times to this guy. We ought to get our head on straight and win this game before we start to look very bad. You think Malibu's proud about losing to Boogie twice in this cycle? I know. I, absolutely not. I know he's not proud about losing to Boogie, but I will say this. He wasn't about to lie down and go 0-3. No. He probably got up for this game a lot a, a lot more than Boogie did. Boogie's probably like, okay, yeah, you know, you I went to the NBA championship. I'm on why? cloud nine. What's that? Because the real elite users show up in the big go. moments. It's exactly what Malibu did. Which is exactly what he did in a wild card round last year. It wasn't on national television. But is, so is that not a big moment? <laughs> Excuse me. Playoff game. You know, win or go home. He's been to way more playoff games than Boogie. Not, let's, let's, is that not a big hold moment? On, hold on, hold on. How many playoff games has Malibu been to since what we uh, met in 19? How many playoff games? I think I've seen him miss the playoffs once in it four happens. cycles, right? How many times Boogie missed the playoffs? This is the first time I've seen Boogie make the playoffs two seasons in a row and actually make a deep playoff run and get past the first round. So are we going to give him a chance? Are we going to give him a chance to get rid of that? To get rid of that image? Are we going to give him a chance to get rid of that image? Are we going to keep hounding him every time he loses the game? It was one game, Romy. One game. It's one we're game. Talking about, it's one game. Talking about but that one streak. game told us a lot. This one game told us a lot. You want to know why? Because to me, right, you got Malibu. Who? Okay, so so let's think about this from Boogie's perspective, right? You got Malibu and the Jacksonville Jaguars coming at you, talking smack to you, right? Basically saying you a nobody. You don't deserve this. This is a fraud season, right? You've never been anywhere. This is the first time you've been under or over 500 for two seasons in a row, right? You're getting jabs. You're already having this motivation to prove to yourself and the rest of the league that you can get the job done. You can have a successful season. You can break that boogie cycle, right? Which he did. This game on GDP should have been way more motivation for Boogie to beat Malibu than Malibu to beat Boogie. Malibu had nothing to prove. Boogie had everything to prove. Because in his mind, he has not done anything good enough for Malibu's eyes. As a competitor, as two coaches, right? And he, there's obviously still a lot of comments because we saw comments throughout Circus, even when he lost the Super Bowl. Maybe it's a mantra season. Mantra season for y'all, <laughs> for y'all who don't know, those who don't know, you, you make a deep run to the Super Bowl. After I will never that, forget that. Rest in peace. Right? Yeah, man, I nothing happens. Okay, and we don't know. It's too early to tell because he's still having a, a somewhat of a, of a strong start to the season. He's having a great. He's, he's having he's having a great year. Two yeah. losses. Come on now. Let's he's not, a great let's not overreact to a, a loss cycle. versus Malibu. He, like Malibu is a terrible player. Let's not overreact. Let's not overreact. It's one game. It's one so game. At, at any point in this game, that's his you, bad game. At any point in this game, did you feel like, damn, Boogie about to blow him out? Damn, Boogie about to take advantage of that of that drive? Damn, Boogie is locking. Up right now versus Malibu. At any point, did you did you feel that way? Because, in my opinion, excuse me, and I heard it in the commentary. It was a very good point brought up by a, a very uh, talented commentator, in my opinion, who had mentioned already that Boogie tends to start to make mistakes when he's trailing. Right? Doesn't matter who he's playing, <laughs> yeah. but, but when he's trailing, he makes mistakes. What was Malibu doing? He was trailing almost the entire first half, responding responding, taking advantage of the position that he was given, the opportunities, the turnovers, and that is what championship football is. You take what you're given, and you run with it. You take advantage of those opportunities. Boogie had some opportunities to extend his lead, to take over this game, to bounce back. Turnover, 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 bad mistake, turnover. And all of a sudden, we see Jacksonville running away with this game. And we got I would say the, intercept, the, in the, the interceptions absolutely killed Boogie. The two inter- the two turnovers were absolutely detrimental to him. However, absolutely. however, I will come back to this. It's one game. It we're talking about the future. We're talking about who has the best chance Look, at getting back to the AFC Championship. Go, to me, okay. I'm looking at the Bills. I'm looking at their team. I'm looking at their schedule. I'm looking at their you know just the, the history of the of their cycle right now. And the, I, I feel like the Bills, they can do it. They have the best chance, especially when we're talking about seeding, because it's going to come down to seeding and matchups. Mm-hmm. 
That's so, what's going to come down to. So, and, and this is my opinion. I've had two opinions come right from the last game already. We had two little picks. Two, two picks to start off this season on a phenomenal start. The Bills peaked last season. They peaked. Okay? And that's not a bad thing, right? Because making the Super Bowl and that being your peak is not necessarily terrible. However, Boogie lost in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. Repeat that. In the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. I already told you it was a great cycle for him and a great last season for him, right? All credit to him. You heard that. That's all. Not downplaying anything that he did, right? At all. Because it was a great run. Probably one of the better Super Bowl runs I think we've seen in FML. Just the way that he played his opponents, especially at some points he was an underdog, I felt like, for, for at least most of the games. But you have him who made that, who got there, right? Malibu has not been there in, in a while. In a, quite a while. His team is ready. His team is ready. ETN is ready. T Law. That's where I would together. disagree. I think I think he's still a year out. I don't think he's a year out. To me, I think it's still now. a year out. I because think next season, next season is gonna be a problem. I'm telling you right now, Jaguars we'll see. Browns ASC championship. And the reason why I this say year? this this year. Are we calling that this year? Is this that the year. take this year? This Are we year. putting due on this? Are we putting due on this? Go for it. You already owe me due for the last two things we talked about. Yeah, you owe me due from last year. And you and owe me due from when Mac won the Super Bowl. You shout out nah, over there. So <laughs> this team is ready. We're going to be this, some Owen mo- mofos. This team, Titans team is ready. You have teams in the AFC that are depleting. The Bills is one of those teams. They lost Stephon Diggs by trading him. In my opinion, Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott was a bad trade for them because they already had Bryce Love at Superstar, who's younger than Zeke not going to regress as fast as Zeke, and is already like in a position to where he might have a, a phenomenal career in Buffalo. Instead of giving him that opportunity, you take on Zeke and you get rid of Diggs, right? You could already see that his passing game is going down. There's more mistakes. He's feeding Tylen Wallace, who had a phenomenal rookie season last year. Um, and that's okay. He's still hitting knocks. He's still doing some efficient passing. But I felt like a lot of the times in this game when Malibu did a very good job of – counteracting what he was doing, he had no one to go to. He was literally forcing the same routes over this came on. and this over. Came down co- this over. came down to coach. This but came this down to coach. But this is something that I noticed in other games as well. All of his passes go to the outside, and as long as somebody on defense recognizes that and adjusts to it, there's a good chance that Boogie's going to start losing some more games. What Malibu did defensively was championship-caliber defense. What he did offensively was phenomenal. Even though ETN was struggling early on, he continued to feed his best player on offense. Why? Because if you keep feeding a premier running back, eventually he's going to break one open. That's exactly what he did. He broke two touchdowns open to basically break the back of this Buffalo Bills defense. He was recognizing the fact that Boogie was using the D-line and running away from the user of the D-line. Boogie's user on defense was putting him out of position and missing opportunities to possibly get turnovers. You see what I'm getting with this? This Jacksonville Jaguars team with the coach that they have is now set up to win a title. Should be an AFC title. So let me ask you this. Let title. me ask you this to close it out. Let me ask you this to close it out. I know you love Matt. Oh, yeah. That's the GOAT. Mac Malibu AFC Championship. Who's winning since Jacksonville is so ready? Mac. But th- yeah, that's not it. the conversation. The I, conversation. I, was, I, was, I, was, I was just asking the question. I was it. That right, was I the question. You. I got you. Not, but, yeah, We're going to end it there. No, we're not we're done. We're going to end it there. We're ending it there. No, because I got one more point to prove. Uh, here we go. I didn't finish on the depleting roster part. So Buffalo <laughs> lost talent. Ravens lost talent. In my opinion, the Bengals lost talent when they uh, lost Derek Carr. Um, right now, the Jacksonville Jaguars, along with the Browns, are the only, is the only AFC team that improved roster-wise and talent-wise, uh, development-wise, and coaching scheme. So, in my opinion, Malibu has the best opportunity to get to the AFC Championship this season. He's ready. We saw him ride that hot streak going into the playoffs. Obviously, he had a tough year last year, right? Barely squeaked mm-hmm. in. Lost in the first round. That's not the same Malibu that I'm saying. I need to season. see more. I need. I need to see more from the Jags, man. Their 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 division is 
Their division is is their division. We I don't think we need to discuss a division, but I need to see more from the Jags. If they're if you're saying they go in the AFC Championship, I need to see them just dominate that division, just mm-hmm. being who's in it. I just, I need to see it before I can go all in with them. So and I think next year I think next year is going to be the that's going to be the year where we're just like all right they're taking the next level they're going this year absolutely not I'm going I, Buffalo Bills they're going to be back they're going to be back and they're going to be back in in in, in contention they're going to be a contender you know definitely this year so I know I did a lot of the talking here so I, in, in your opinion outside of the fact that this was one game why do you one feel game. like he's he's best suited to go to the AFC title besides the fact that you feel like Malibu's a year out. I think he's going to have the better record going into the playoffs, which means he's going to have the better matchup getting there. I think it's going to, he's going to, he's going to have that seventh seed, not just seventh seed, sixth seed. Sixth seed is going to be Jacksonville's going to have the sixth seed. No, no, no. This is, this is the, uh, the bills are going to, I'm talking about they're going to be facing the sixth seed. Okay. Okay. And the sixth seed, I feel like is going to be one of those teams that barely makes it. Mm. That's going to put them in the division round. And I think, from there, it's going to be just him just playing his football that he played in the playoffs last year. I think he's going to turn it up in the playoffs. He's not going to be down. He's already going to be up because it's going to be the show. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be somebody you've beaten two and up two two times straight like this game was. Like you're, you're putting so much on this one game. <laughs> like somebody can't have a bad game. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, everybody can't be perfect every game, Romy Rome. It's just not going to happen. It's not. It's not going to happen. It's not. But It's not going to happen. To to this point, right? And like I said, nothing nothing against Boogie. We did see flashes of the Boogie of old in this game, right? Even as it may, Boogie, man. this, was, this was one game. When you are the defending AFC champion and you are trying to get back to Super Bowl, there is a target on your back. And no matter how bad a team may be inside the AFC, everybody wants to beat you. That's the team to beat, right? So I feel like as the schedule goes on, he may run into a couple of games where there's teams that may sneak some games, uh, sneak some wins out on him just because of that target on his back. Everybody plays tougher when they play the best person. They, they have to rise to the game. They got to play up, play to that level. And, and I feel like Boogie, several times throughout the season, is going to run into that situation. And, and that may not only affect him in the regular season, but also affect him when it comes time for playoffs. Because when yeah. you hit playoffs – who, who do you have to beat? You got to beat the defending champ, the defending AFC champ. And that's how you move on. So. That being said, we're going to close it out. Take a quick commercial break and get back to who we think is dropping the ball. Welcome back to Pick 6. The one and only already know us. Be here with the boy, Romy Rome. And let's talk who we think dropped the ball. What you think? You know, wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I didn't even ask you what you think because you talked way too much last segment. So I'm going to go first. <laughs> hey, you can't lose if you're talking the whole time, right? <laughs> hey, you say, look, I lost last week. Let's, I know how I can win. Don't let him talk. <laughs> anyway, you know, look. There's been... A couple of – not even a couple of teams. I would say there's, like, almost a good 10, 10 teams that are just clearly underperforming, you know, when you talk about the standard of FML. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And the team I'm going to harp on today, I felt like I would never have to talk about just because of the way the team was built at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the cycle, the user, you know, being one of the being one of the good ones, you know. Might not be an elite of the elite, but he's he's not bad by any means. You know, uh, team I'm talking about is the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, okay. It, this this one it, this is this is surprising to me. This is surprising to me. Uh, surprising to me. And, two and seven. Two and seven. Mm. Dropping the ball. No reason number one they dropped the ball. All right, they got rid of that. You know, he might not be the best quarterback, but let's let's just be real. Dak is he's not sorry. No, he's not sorry. He, not by, by, by yeah, by no means is he sorry. Um, Dak is not having the best year in LA, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Cowboys then drafted a rookie quarterback, Billy Baker. 
traded. In my opinion, in my opinion, he should be in Canadian Football League. <laughs> he should be coaching the Beverly Hills. No Eagles. way, <laughs> no way, no how should he be a starting QB in the National Football League? And then let's 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 turn Annie up a little bit. Let's let's take you know top three running back Ezekiel Elliott mm. and 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 give him away for Cam Akers. Why not? Was it Cam Akers? He got uh, Diggs out of that trade. Dig in and get yeah. in Diggs. Man, Akers, my bad. Akers, Akers and was a part of the Dak Prescott. But I'm saying trade. no, yeah. no. But I'm saying I, I I'm get saying, saying, that, saying though. Yeah, yeah and, and get Cam Akers. But why trade Ezekiel Elliott for Cam Akers? You're, you're trading away Dak. You're getting Billy Baker. Why not keep the one of the best running backs in the National Football League to, to help Billy Baker? Flourish as a quarterback. He's gonna need a running game. I'm saying Cam Akers, he ain't it. He ain't it. No. Great out the backfield, but he ain't it. He gonna get. He, he gonna get hit. He gonna get killed. He having a uh, somewhat decent season statistically, but his team isn't. He has to. Yeah. Billy only throwing the ball ten times. <laughs> what, you, what you? What do you mean? If I get 150, 200 carries before week ten, I'm gonna do good too. Yeah, 700 yards out of the midway point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Stefan Diggs was, you know, he, he's a good pickup, but not for Ezekiel Elliott. No. 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 You get you go and grab you go and grab Stefan Diggs and your leading receiver is Trey Burton. <laughs> no, you're kidding. You can't make this up. You're kidding. <laughs> you can't make this up. I'm gonna give away a running back that I give five hundred carries to. And, and, and grab a 35-year-old tight end and pass the ball more to him. <laughs> make this make sense. Yeah. Make this make sense. What mm. what is the coaches doing? What is Dub thinking? I got a question. What? At any what? point in this cycle, has Dub won a division title? No, no. right? Okay. No. I think I think NFC NFCs they've had two. They had the the, the football team won one and the Giants, Giants. won one. Okay. Yeah. So, right, wait. Hold on. Are you done? I'm done. Okay. I'm just gonna talk a little bit about what you just said first before I cut into mine. But uh, I because I definitely agree with you. If I if you didn't say this team, I definitely would have said this team. Uh. Yeah. Like, Savon Diggs has 19 catches and one touchdown. Trey Burton's leading your team in receiving. That's Ridiculous, right? Um, and if you haven't won the division yet, why are you trading not only Zeke but Dak? Why? Not to mention I, Parsons. Parsons is gone too. Parsons too. It's in tight. Oh, well, he did get Marlon Humphrey out of that, so that, I mean that's somewhat nice. But you got rid of probably yeah. one of the better younger linebackers that you had. Yeah. Um, he could have lived. He could have lived without Humphrey. Exactly. Yeah. Desperate to find DBs. Some GMs do things when they're desperate. This was terrible. Offseason, in my opinion, for him. Um, we've seen the Ravens load up. He unloaded. Uh, like, he obviously, you know, it's enticing and uh, appealing to see that you got two X-Factor receivers, Stephon Diggs and, and CeeDee Lamb, but how are you going to get them the ball when you got Billy Baker over here trying to coach two different high schools, make up with his <laughs> wife, and throw interceptions at the same time? Come on, man. Man. And you got to focus on freaking Spencer James running around doing some dumb shit. Hanging out with some <laughs> awful friends, but however, um, terrible, terrible start to the season for this team. And, and you're not going to compete in your division when you make these Absolutely moves. Absolutely right? not. Their, their no. season is over. Their it's season over. is over. It's over. Their season is over. And I thought when we saw him on GDP beat the Rams that Chenault might be like that, that, um, uh, that extra piece, right? That X factor part the, the, of the, the offense. Pieces were- the pieces was there from from day one with this with this team yeah. when the cycle started. And you, and you you know what his All justification I had to do was maintain the money. Yeah, and you know what his justification was when he was asked why'd you make these trades? Well, I, I just I just want to move on from from Zeke and Deck. <laughs> it wasn't even had anything to do with money or performance. It was just like why even pick the Cowboys if you're gonna trade away their two best players? This, this is a case of some coaches, some users shouldn't be able to pick some teams. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw that. I'm gonna throw that out there. You know what I'm saying? And I'll let you let you go ahead and start yours. So mine, uh, I feel like it's been a trickle effect this season. 
and I'm not really trying to put a target on anybody's back, but this 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 team just keeps catching my attention for whatever reason, and I may have to focus on them throughout the rest of the season. What's that? I talked about the Vikings, obviously. Um, I mean, that. I know you're not saying the Vikings. I, I talked, but hold on, right? Because the standings don't show it. But I talked about the Vikings, obviously, more than likely going to lose this this season to to the Packers for the division title, right? Um, their last time to compete was probably last season because that division got better. Uh, and they're just they, there's just things going on in the NFC that makes the Vikings look a little less um, dominant than from what we've seen, right? Could it be RPOs? It could be the RPO uh, patch. It could be uh, GM management. Because let me tell you what, what coach is going I think I know to he's going with this. bench Dalvin Cook <laughs> on live television and Bro. play a rookie running back and a nobody. And I was nobody. asking myself the same question. You cannot do that. You can't do that. He came in late in the fourth. And you're losing to, obviously, a division rival who made the playoffs last season. But you're playing a team that's below 500, struggling to win games all season. You want to be the reason why they're going to start getting hot and get above 500? Start having a winning season? Maybe trump you in the division standings? No. All it takes is one win, man. All it takes is one win. Uh, and uh, it's, it's frustrating to watch him right now because he's falling apart. And I felel like as soon as I made that comment about DZ may be done, well, not done. I don't think I ever used the words done, but maybe like yeah. his time leading that division may be over. He just started falling on games out of nowhere, losing the people that he wouldn't normally lose to. And so I don't know what's going on with him. But uh, Kellerman, somewhat decent season. When you have Chris Mayo <laughs> leading a 23-year-old rookie out of Georgetown, normal death, 83 speed, 90 acceleration running back, leading your team in carries over the X-Factor Dalvin Cook, 28-year-old, 93 speed, 96 break tackle, 96 juke move, 97 change of direction, first one free, energizer, juke box running back, sitting on the bench because you want to get this rookie involved. Come on. Why? Does it make sense? Please tell me. Because it, to me, no, not at all. Dropping the ball. Dropping the ball. You... Iota gets a bad rep because it looks like he can't really perform on national TV. We've seen that, right? DZ is now in that category. We've seen him lose on GDP in weird fashions. Weird fashions. Just like games that you think he would win. Uh, just not performing in the spotlight. We saw him on the Super Bowl get dominated by uh, Mac. And from there, it's been like a trickle effect, right? Justin Jefferson still having a good season, or Smith still having a good season. Like, Kellen Mond is doing his thing, which goes yeah. back to say that... The usual suspects is doing their thing, but... Yeah. Dropping the ball is... that Dalvin Cook cannot... He, can, he absolutely cannot be on the bench. Right. If you're not going to play him, trade him. And now it's too late. So now you're going to have this guy on the bench, unless he makes a change. He's going to be sitting the bench. You're going to have this rusher. You're going to have this rookie. Sorry, We're going to... He had his rookie. You're right. 83, 83 speed. He's slow. He's slow, man. He's slow. You know what I'm saying? But we're gonna see what he does. We're gonna see what he does. We we owe him that. We owe him that. You know how fast James Robinson is? 86 speed. 86 speed. Yeah. They're carrying the load. They're both splitting reps. And in that division in particular, if you don't have a running game, look you. Somebody you're in your division. Gonna, you're, not, you're, not gonna, you're not gonna win those big games. You just had somebody win the Super Bowl in your division. Why not try to win every game and compete at the highest level to beat them out and get back to that point? You got embarrassed in the playoffs. So by the Bears. Um I don't I just I don't get Chris Mayo to add averages three point four yards per carry. Robinson at least averages seven point one on you know fewer carries than Chris Mayo, but uh Dalvin Cook. I just I don't I don't understand it. Some people overthink. Some people try yeah, to make coaching decisions that they think are better for the team. But when you got a guy who basically they have won, too much pride. I think this is a common case of pride, pride right? Pride. Pride. But when you're losing, where's the pride? <laughs> Come on. Like you're five and three, yeah. But how long is that gonna last when you continue to do things like this? 
Have yeah, you, have you played? Have you played too many division rival uh, matchups yet this season? No. It's still we're still at the midway point. There's still plenty of football left in this season. So I'd love to see Dalvin Cook get involved. Absolutely. But he's dropping the That's- ball. He's dropping the ball, and like dropping I said, it's not ball. it's not affecting his standings right now, but it may going forward. Let it this may. be a wake up call, DZ. Put him in the game. Put him in the game, coach. Put him in the Put game, in the coach. We can tell you to fix this. We can't tell Dub what to fix because he already ruined the team. Fix it. <laughs> with that being said, we're gonna take a quick commercial break and come back with some quick around the horn news. Next on pick six. Welcome back to Pick Six. The one and only you already know SB here with the boy Romy Rome. Hey, give us some quick news around the league, bro. What you got? Some quick news, man. We got some teams that are performing at high levels that don't normally perform at high levels. We talked about this last time. Um, teams are starting to – I feel like some of the division races or even a playoff race are starting to get a little bit closer. Hey, shout-out to the Titans, man. Uh, Kev, who mm. – Normally is a uh, sub five hundred uh, team. He usually has like one or, or two good seasons at about five hundred uh, a season, um, performing really well with the Titans. And unlike the last Titans user, he's running the ball with Derrick Henry, and it shows because he's now four and four. So I feel like that deserves a shout out uh, to Kev after taking over that team, um, playing at at a decent level in a division that is normally dominated by the Jags. Um, he's now. Right now, competing for the number two spot with uh, the Texans and Jumper. Oh so, wow, number two. Yeah, so uh, yeah. that's that's a. That's I will a, say that's, that that was him. not that was not expected. Not at least not this early. No, you know at least not this early. Um, I'm going to throw out the. Uh, I'm first. I'm going to throw out the Panthers. You know, what I mean, after that first season, he didn't make the playoffs, <laughs> and he turned it around second season, and now he's he's on pace to do to do big things this season. You know, he just beat the Cards. He came back. Like, it wasn't like he, – he was down, and everything was going against him. Everything. Yeah, a lot of calls everything. going against him, everything. But, look, this is a common case. What we say uh, – remember I said that one of the episodes, I know I mentioned him having the, the best second-half adjustments in the league. Mm-hmm. I, look, this is a prime example right here, you know. Uh, so, shout out to Panthers. Situation football, man. You got it done. Uh, uh, I'm going to keep it in the NFC South. Falcons. I will say I'd like to see this team beat a 500 team. They're right now they haven't done that. Um, but nonetheless, after you know going one at ten last season um, with the roster that they were basically given, they're now playing at a, at a better level. Their offense is like 30th ranked though, which is is weird to me. Um, Terrible. It's weird. But when you only throw it up to your tight end all game, stuff like that happens. And but he had his number one defense. The number one defense that's saying something, you know. What it I mean? does. And, yeah. And, I mean, that's, and that's regardless of who you're playing. Even if it's still number one, it's number one, you know? Number so. one, yeah. Numbers don't lie on defense, but that offense, oof, it can use some help. Mm-hmm. Definitely can use some help. Will you, will you, Deshaun Watson's there, so we'll see if he makes an adjustment. Yeah, the Texans should have been on dropping the ball. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say NFC South, again, NFC South again since we're here. Why not? The Buccaneers, mm. you know, they started They started off abysmal. You know, I was, it was on pace to – you know, coach is on the high seat, definitely. After week three, week four, he was on the high seat. They won three straight. You know? Yeah. Uh, so they, they beat um the undefeated Packers too, which kind of yeah, I think which is a them. which is a big yeah. win. And I think that may be the one that they, the game that be like, okay, look, we can compete with these with the big dogs. Let's let's start winning the games we're supposed to win. And I think that's what's that's killed because they won the games they were supposed to win, man. They they, they might be number one or two in the NFC. Mm. I'll, throw, I'll throw that out there. Um yeah, um, I mean, other than that, not, not too many teams left to, to really shout out. Uh, some some teams are falling. Bears came back from a rough start to the season. We just talked about the NFC getting closer. Now he's 4-4. Four four. Um, so watch out, DZ. You now have another competitive team in your division once again. And, and the thing about the Bears is once he gets that running game going, man, hey, it's going to be a problem. You know, you I know like I mean? his offense. I like it's his offense. It's, it's, it's methodical. It's patient. And we saw it in overtime. Um Montgomery, who was quiet the whole time on GDP, turned it up when he needed them to. And it was in the late in the fourth and, and that whole drive in, in overtime. So um Yeah. One of the players I'm gonna mention, you might not you might not even have really had eyes on too much, but I know there there's a player, uh, he's in Detroit. 
Detroit Lions. Hmm. Um, the quarterback, the rookie, Lance Whiteside. The, the, the Lions have just, they, they've been having a, a bad year. But in his rookie campaign, he, he, he's, not, he's not playing too bad. You know, he's not playing too bad. He's uh, top four in passing yards. Ooh. You know, top four. He has 17 interceptions. However, number one quarterback has 16 interceptions. So it's not like he's taking you know, risks. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's, he's throwing the ball. 60% completion rate can be better, but he's a rookie and he's doing this in a tough division. So I'm going to give him credit. I'm giving, I'm going to give Lance Whiteside like the, the thumbs up, man. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you know, we got CMC being CMC. Yep. 1K. Only, only person that can stop CMC is CMC. So <laughs> <laughs> that right there is that right there. You got anything else, man? Uh, well, I just want to touch on Whiteside for one second, man. Okay. 90, 94 throw power as a rookie. You develop this guy the right way. That, that's a no very problem. promising franchise uh, quarterback for you going forward. Um, yeah. And, a- yeah, I mean, his speed's not really there, which you don't, you don't necessarily need because some guys – some Panic when they got a, a speed. He's a pocket passer. He's man. a pocket passer. Sit in the pocket. Uh, develop that offensive line. Get some pieces. Um, yeah. And compete in that never division. Know. You know? So never, never know. That's all I got, man. That's all I got, too, man. I think that was a good show. We got Thanks for uh, listening. Always. Get back with y'all next week. Oh, yeah. Um, next week, we're starting uh, We're gonna be starting to drop the shows on Wednesday. Instead of Monday, just to just to align with the GDPs and the advanced cycle a little better than we used to, so we can it's easier for us to pick topics that way. Those are, those early advances, man, <laughs> throws everything. Be killing out. us, man! Yeah. God, yeah, I'll be we scrambling, try, we trying to catch up. And <laughs> it's freaking, we advance way. one morning and then end up advancing in, at night the same day. Like, what's going on? Who who do, do we got a GDP this this? Oh, we got GDP coming up Friday. You know what that is? Before we close uh, out, I don't foresee it happening. Um, okay, but I believe it was supposed to be the Ravens and Bengals. We'll see though. We'll okay, see. okay. So maybe that'd be a flex because Ravens just they just they just had one. All yeah. right. That being said, man, thanks for showing up. We'll get get with y'all next week. I'll-